T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike to tell you along with Charlie Long. And on our Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text line, we have with us our multimedia journalist, Don Trung. Uh, you can see all his stuff on the Thong Report uh, podcast and uh, does a great job uh, covering different uh, topics across the board. So, Double T, great to have you on with us, brother. How you been? Mike, where you at, boy? Um, I'm doing good, doing good. You bring up an interesting topic about uh, the after effects of now going to a 12-team uh, playoff system of how it affects the Bulls. And we all, all know what this is going to be all about. Dead presidents printed on paper. Oh, <laughs> and, and listen, it ain't that the world uh, the, that we live in? And how that is going to affect the Sugar Bowl, one of the certainly one of the premier bowl games, and fortunate this year to have that Final Four game. And Don, all I can tell you is this: this city going to be burnt orange real quick. I mean, Texas oh, is going to bring know. a gang real fast. Man, there, you know, that's that's the issue when you got good neighbors like Texas, right? Uh, yeah, uh, Bobby don't like Texas, but whatever. Uh, they're going to play in the SEC this coming season, so we'll see how this all works out yeah. with Texas. But kind of tell us a little bit about it because you got to sit down with people involved with the Sugar Bowl and how they're going to look at this because it's the after effects of the 12-game playoffs and them having to adjust and also cities with a lot more cash flow involved with it now, challenging the Sugar Bowl uh, for one of for those sure. spots. And I, I would think this is all about getting better sponsors or more sponsorship, I should say. It's tough. And, and Mike and Charlie, I appreciate you you guys having me on. It, it's rare that I get on the, the sports the sports channel here. But, you know, this is, you know, occasionally the podcast will kind of veer into – worlds that kind of intersect with economy and, and sports and that's what we're talking about here and it's you know to answer your question it's going to be two fronts for the sugar bowl the the immediate change will be next season when as you mentioned the the playoff system will go to a 12 team system so you'll you'll have that dynamic changing and you'll have more cities and teams involved that's the more immediate one but when you take a look at two years from now which is when the contract with the sugar bowl between the sugar bowl and the college playoff football playoff that's going to expire that that's probably the, the the most concerning for the sugar bowl and probably for the city of new orleans too because when that contract expires there's no guarantee that the sugar bowl nor new orleans stays in the college football playoff picture because as you mentioned already you have so many 
other cities right now that are very well healed when you're talking about finances uh, that have good sponsorship, that have good infrastructure for hosting events. And also they're building new stadiums and the, the whole nine, they're throwing that out there and they're lobbying. So now you have to, a situation where the Sugar Bowl has been here for 90 years. They launched a new ad campaign to make people aware, but really it's basically to ask for help from the business community because all of these other cities, Nashville, Las Vegas, Orlando, Houston, they've been building their, their game plan to kind of get into and, and establish themselves in the bowl system. Uh, tradition and history, which the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans has a long history, in the college football playoff, uh, that doesn't guarantee that you're going to stay in there. The other thing, too, uh, Thon, is the fact that I think that when you look at it, um, there is some unknown anytime. Listen, if you're an investor, you think you might know a lot about a stock until finally you find out you maybe don't know as much as you think you know. And this is sort of the same way with this. I think the stock here is very good in the 12-team playoff. One, mm-hmm. I think it's going to keep players from opting out early. Because if you're involved with the 12-team playoff, you're going to want to be involved. You're going to want to play. Uh, I, I get that particular part because you have a national championship that you're vying for. Now, once you get knocked out, then, then you know, it's Katie bar the door. But I do think it'll keep more college players from opting out of the bowl game. Secondly, the interest. My goodness. And I don't think they, people like to hear it, but the gaming industry – and TV, uh, they they signing that contract because they got peeping eyes watching all over for one reason or another. Either you got money on the game or you got interest on the game. And I think those two elements have come into play here where, um, you know, a city like Houston or Nashville or San Antonio and you know, Florida, uh, some of the Florida cities, that's who right now New Orleans is in the battle with. Oh, for sure. And and look, when, when you talk about the money involved, just for this college football playoff this year, I spoke with Jeff Hundley. He's the CEO of the, the Sugar Bowl, the nonprofit that runs the Sugar Bowl. He says, you know, altogether, what's invested is one north of $1 billion. And you're talking about more than 20 million viewers. And that's just for the, the, the bowl games that we got for this year. You expand it out to 12 games now. And as, as you mentioned, you, you, now you have the gaming and forget, you know, to, you know, not even to mention the NIL money that's right. involved in all of this now. You know, you're looking at the, the, the money that's just growing, but also the appetite for, for college football playoff. It's huge. But you know, what Jeff told me was he also mentioned that there's another interesting dynamic is that you have a lot of the universities that have been in the bowl games throughout history here. They're now lobbying to get the bowl system and the bowl games to be on their home field, much like how the NFL does it. Yeah, They're trying to, to get that position, and that, that would spell a lot of doom and gloom for a lot of the bowl organizations because, as you know, I mean, they, most of them make their money off of ticket sales, not the TV contracts, as most people think. It's ticket sales. And so they have to, as a bowl organization, you have to, to put your best first foot forward you have to sell out every game well if you do it in a university setting you're going to guarantee there's going to be sellouts and also when when you have these when these expanded schedules now with with these playoffs you're talking about you know more games for these teams to travel 
they'd rather stay home. You, if you have home field advantage, that's and you save money, they can work in. Yeah, absolutely, bingo save money, exactly. And then you still and you still capture the audience, and the audience isn't going anywhere. I mean, if nothing else, it's growing. But now you have this interesting dynamic. So there's a lot there's a lot at stake. And there's a lot of factors that may actually work against the Sugar Bowl, and not just the Sugar Bowl, but the bowl system itself. Uh, so it's, you know, the, the, I covered that in the podcast, and there's a lot of history going on with it. But the more immediate concern for the Sugar Bowl right now is getting enough funding and getting generating enough support from the business community here to compete with those other cities when their contract expires with the college football playoffs. So that means, bottom line, they need better sponsorship. If it's local or national, that that that's the but, cut to the chase. Ton, you also kind of mentioned that the contract expires in two years, correct? Yep. Yep. You're right. Yeah. So, yep. so with the upcoming expansion, Mike kind of hinted at it. the The cultural playoff expanding to twelve teams. I think from what I've read, the first round is going to be hosted by like the lower seeds. They'll they'll be hosting games on campus before then it gets to you know those final couple of games that are end up being the bowl games. Right. Um, so how does like kind of the changing landscape of the college football playoff changing to 12 teams kind of impact the Sugar Bowl? Because when it was four teams, we, Mike and I have talked about this, it's kind of cycled through different like the Fiesta Bowl, the Sugar Bowl, the Rose Bowl, like all the major bowls, the Orange Bowl, stuff like that. How can, you know, I guess the Sugar Bowl kind of pitch that they deserve to be kind of in that number every single year with a 12-team college football playoff? Well, that, that's the challenge and how it affects is that you now have more players, whereas before you're only dealing with you know, just a few set of really important bowls, the, the ones that matter. Now you're expanding it out, and that, that also spreads spreads the wealth, but it also spreads the, the liability for you not to kind of be the, the big player. Um, you know, and then that's, that's the luxury that the Sugar Bowl has enjoyed for many, many years now. But when you go to this 12-team system, this 12-game system, um, it's going to change the dynamic of how we're going to take a look at college football because yeah you have these lower seed games that, that will be playing but the rotation of where these bigger bowls the, the the high stakes ones where you get to the semifinals and then the championship you're opening that up to more cities and when that contract expires with the college football playoff um you know I, I asked jeff hunley the ceo of the sugar bowl is like is it pay to play and he's like look i don't want to be that crass but you need <laughs> but money it's close to relevant <laughs> yeah, yeah it's pretty sense. damn close yeah. You know, you need to show and you need to pay your way into the system because right now you have a lot of other cities that are better financed. They have really good infrastructure mm-hmm. and they're very good at raising money. And, you know, what Jeff said, he's like, look, there's a lot of great things that happen in New Orleans. There's great culture. There's great tourism and, and great infrastructure to kind of host events. But he said, the one thing we don't do very well in New Orleans and in, in Louisiana, really, is finances. You know, we don't have a lot of Fortune 500 companies. There's only one that's headquartered in New Orleans. You know, you're dealing with, you know, very well-heeled cities and states that are very well-established with good economic development. That looks good on paper, and it also looks good on camera when you have these big bowl games on TV. Double T, looking at it, uh, the economic impact, I don't know if you guys touched upon this and and kind of the range what you're looking at. I know one thing, my my daughter – uh, my oldest daughter works at the World War II Museum, and she says, mm-hmm. you know, they got huge crowds that go there. 
uh, you know, in the days leading up to if it's a Sugar Bowl or now the Final Four type games and the hotels. I mean, you try to get your room now, uh, you know, and, right. and a lot of it is Texas, certainly. You understand that because the proximity of it, but the economic impact of having a Final Four game played in the city. Well, it, annually it's $200 million. And that, that's, you know, I, I'm always a little wary of talking about economic impact dollars, but that's the figure that they're working with. And when they launched this in what they call the Keep New Orleans Sweet campaign, that's the Sugar Bowls kind of campaign to basically get more financial support from the business community here in New Orleans. They brought Lieutenant Governor Billy Nungesser in to talk about what the Sugar Bowl means economically, not just to New Orleans, but to the state as well. So, you know, in terms of what the Sugar Bowl means for the city of New Orleans and the state of Louisiana, it's huge. But to be fair, it's a very symbiotic relationship. It's mutually beneficial for everybody. You know, the Sugar Bowl has a great setting in New Orleans. It brings in a lot of tourism for New Orleans, and it's a win-win situation. But again, that tradition has been going on for for 90-plus years now. Uh, And everybody else wants to be in that game, in that number, as Charlie mentioned. Now you have more competitors, and a lot of them have more money. That's just that's at the bottom line. A lot of them have more money. They have bigger stadiums, newer stadiums as well. The Superdome is great as a venue as it is. It's almost 50 years old, and that that that's something that you have to consider when you're the college football playoff. The commissioners, they're looking at that. You know, is it time for a change? Do we new Do we need a new city to introduce a new bowl? That's 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 a fair question. It is, Don. I think about it. Growing up as a kid. That side of the Rose Bowl, okay, to see that when that would come on television. But tradition's starting to be discarded that, that tra- in college football. That tradition of mm-hmm. there. But, you know, you, you sort of imagery of, you know, okay, the, the Sugar Bowl being in the Dome, yeah. the Rose Bowl, you know, and it you see that backdrop uh, of the Rose Bowl. Um, that there is something still about tradition, and, and I understand change, and even at my age, it's constant change. But there is something about that that sort of hangs with the NCA and the way they have constructed this now. But with no leadership with the NCA, and it's the Wild Wild West now, they're not going to be able to sway big money uh, away from another city. You sort of out on an island now if you're the Sugar Bowl. Highest bidder. It is. And, and, and Charlie, I, th- I think you, you hit it on the head. It's, it's like, uh, uh, look, you know, 2020 with, with LSU winning it in, in the Dome, that you couldn't have scripted oh, it better, Oh, couldn't right? have scripted it better. Oh, my God, right, but, yeah. But, but the Sugar Bowl had to put up $6 million of its own money for that bid in, in, in part to, to kind of get that in there. That's something a lot of the other bowls aren't doing. Six million of its own money. Most of the other bowl organizations are raising it from within the cities that they're, that they're based in, because they're they're based and established in very well financially healed cities. So yeah, that looks great. But you know, at the end of the day, as, as Charlie mentioned, the highest bidder might win because it might look better to be in a stadium like SoFi Stadium. Yeah, that's true. You know. It's it's a gorgeous stadium. It's brand new, and and yeah, tradition. I, I agree with you. You know, we're we're all for the home team here. I think the tradition and, and the long history that the Sugar Bowl has had works. But how long can it work? That you know, time moves in one direction, and a lot of the college football playoff 
commissioners, I'd imagine maybe they do want to change and maybe they're not so married to the tradition and history that we have here. No, they, they married to that uh, money trail, that money road. Because <laughs> that, that's today, that, that's what it's all about. Um, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Really appreciate it. And the podcast is up about that, correct? Yeah, they, they can search for the Ton Report wherever they get their podcast. They search for T-H-A-N-H in their podcast platforms and that'll pop up. You should check it out if you're a college football playoff fan. Tom, thanks so much for joining us. Man, always appreciate it, and we still got to hook up on that basketball. Hey, hey, there you go. You got it. You got it. All right, Charlie. Take it easy, Tom. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Um, And does a great job. Tom Trung, uh, a multimedia uh, guy here with WWL and Odyssey Network, uh, does a fantastic job. But that's a story behind the story now, and we're going to hear more and more about it, how they are in a big-time battle now. A lot of people don't realize. I mean, their contract with the college football playoff is up in two years. And with all the changes that are happening to the college football playoff, with it going from four teams to 12 teams, in one year, I mean, Mike, there's a lot going on here. <laughs> and we all know where it leads. Oh, Who yeah. got the bigger bag? You know it. That's the NCAA this, uh, this day and age. <laughs> we'll be back to finish it up here on our number one of Sports Talk on the Big 870 right after this break. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.